This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our family burrito listeners out there whose crazy ass childhood has conditioned you to say, um, all the time while recording a podcast. Welcome back to the family burrito episode 40. My name is Christine. My sister, Jesse and I created this podcast as a way to heal our um saying wounds. Que pasa, Jesse? I feel like you were pretty fucking salty. <laughs> Excuse me? I think you're salty. I think you're saltier than a margarita. <laughs> um, please explain before my brain creates a whole scenario. <laughs> so the um thing, mm-hmm. just, you're salty about it. <laughs> well, what's funny? Well, what's funny about it is I um, you know, I listened back to our episode where I was talking about my ex-husband being rude and saying, "Oh, your ums are better." And as I'm complaining about this on our last episode, episode 39, literally, I say um a thousand times afterwards. I noticed it, but I thought it was funny. It's called irony, right? Well, yeah, and also a filler word because your brain is trying to catch up with your mouth. Well, yes. And I was reading this article from Bustle.com. The title of it is called, This is Why We Say Um So Much. And it said, because we've been conditioned to believe we need to answer questions right away. Oh, well, you know what? I guess a good way to say not saying um is just being like, there's going to be awkward silence. Correct. That's what they said. It said, you know, we, like you said, filler words. Um, 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 um I just said, um, 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 I said it again. Oh my gosh. Now I'm never going to stop. Like, now it's, I- it's like, 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 I just like really like, like, I know. I now feel like I have Tourette's where I, all I do is say, um, instead of saying cuss words and inappropriate things and screaming, I just say, um, that's just insane. So you remember those like communicate communication classes that we'd had to take in like high school and college and, mm-hmm. and they'd always take away a point if you said, um, or like, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yes. that professor. He'd be a really good professor at that. Yeah, um, I would look at him as I was giving my speech with daggers coming out of my eyes. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. Um, you're fr- um. Yes, 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 yes. It's just funny. Yes, yes, yes. Hashtag salty. Yes, I am salty, Jesse. It was funny. It was funny. When I heard, I was like, dude, I, she's not butthurt. Just a little butthurt. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like listening to other episodes and I wasn't saying it very much, so it's interesting. It's almost like he entered really some much. sort of subconscious. Correct, correct. But good news is he told me today that he's getting a house. So, so he took Sophia oh. to go see the house. Yeah, and she saw her bedroom. That's so, good. So yeah. he's growing up. I suppose I'm happy that he's getting a house, making decisions, being a big boy. So Especially in this market. Woof. Yeah. Well, he can get a VA loan and he can always refinance later. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. 
Dad made him go to the army. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's so interesting about him because, you know, he is the one that encouraged me to go to nursing school. You should be a nurse. They have good benefits. They have good hours. That's what he said. And I didn't even bother to even think about doing that because it was coming from his mouth. Like, why would I take advice from him? You know, but I did. And look where I'm at now. Yeah. And dad told me I should go to trade school. Look where I'm Are you serious? Yeah. When I was getting my business degree, he was like, you should go to trade school. And I was like, what bigger trade is there than business? Mm-hmm. And then I made this valid point that like the world wouldn't run if there was no business. Like we would have no government. We'd have no running water. We'd have no housing. And mm-hmm. he was like, okay, you should study business. And I, but now, yeah, I'm literally in trade school. <laughs> that is so funny. That's so funny. Uh, that man, I swear. I, I was looking more into his human design. You know how I am. Um, it's just so interesting how he's the only profile in human design where it's a fixed fate. Like they never change. There's no growth. They just, they are, this is, they call it the bonus life, you know? And what's interesting is, you know, I think, did I talk about this on one of our episodes about, um, um, there I go again, uh, where he, where after he died, I did this brain dump and listed all the characteristics, you know, of him, um, the horrible characteristics. And I, I just had to get out of my head. And then I flipped the page over and wrote, you know, the person I am seeking is this. And it was all of the characteristics that were opposite of him. And, and that's Jeff. It's so interesting. And what's also interesting is dad's human design is he's a, what's called a four one and Jeff is a one four. He's literally the opposite of him. Oh yeah. I think you were talking about that when you're on your visit to Colorado. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about that. Yeah, it's just so interesting. Um, he's literally the opposite of our father, you know. That is, yeah. I feel like a lot of dad taught us a lot of interest, like a lot of good things. Okay, so um, I've been rewatching um, a Martin, the Martin show. Do you remember mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, I've been rewatching that show. And do you remember Shanene? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I wish TV was like this today because mm-hmm. this shit was hilarious. We yes. just made fun of each other. Mm-hmm. And um and it kind of reminds me of dad because that's all he did. He was just like make fun of everything. Yes. You know, yeah. He just uses humor. But and then Martin Lawrence, you know, he he was running down the street with his underwear on saying they're after him back in the day. Hmm. Yeah, he got, like, like I guess they said he was mentally unstable or whatever, but Dave Chappelle has a whole skit on it. Oh, this wasn't in the show. This was actual real life? Yeah, yeah, real life, oh. like, later on after the show. It was, like, well into the early 2000s, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was, like, when the Dave Chappelle show was going on because he, he made a skit about Like, he made a skit about it, yeah. Love Dave Chappelle. He is so funny. I know anybody that hates Dave Chappelle and thinks that he's a transphobe can fuck off. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he is, he is just, he's just, man. I'm just thinking about all the episodes 
you know, the one where he's the, he's the black guy and the KKK is the blind black guy doesn't know he's black, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> because the N word and the stupid, <laughs> God, yes. Um, so funny. Like, so funny. I like how some of the members like shoot themselves in the head. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, exactly. Of the South Park episode when they find out Trump became president. There's this, uh, there's a South Park episode when Trump is announced president and like a bunch of people in the room like pull out their gun and shoot themselves in the head oh my god (laughs) wow that's funny that's funny yeah I was like oh my gosh because you know it must be so hard writing tv shows when there's an election going on because you almost Mm. have to write two just yeah case yeah so I was like I wonder what the Hillary one was I don't know, but I think it's fascinating how the Simpsons like predicted so many things in our history. Uh, time time travel is real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. It, well, and then also, you know, going back to our news, we're so predictable, aren't we? Like, yes. Like we can predict another George Floyd in another twenty years, right? Because mm-hmm. we had uh, Rodney King in the nineties. Yep. So probably another 20, 30 years, we're going to have another Rodney King, George Floyd scenario mm-hmm. in the United States of America because, you know, history repeats itself. We're always repeating it. Yeah. Yep, like yep. thinking that the world, or we're always thinking the world's going to end. You know? Right, I think right, the only right. Thing that really it's became just... new is like school shootings. Yeah, that that is right. Yeah, I, I know. It seems like people who watch the news all the time they're all they always say this it's never been this bad but you know what no it's always been this way it's always been this way like just maybe the news weren't as 24/7 but it's always been this way we've always had conflict with russia there's yeah. always been racist things there's always been police brutality there's always been all kinds of things there's and, always been fbi raids yes yes it's just it's the same thing it's a repeating cycle maybe the names the character name are different the names are different right. you know? but it's the same scenario right exactly and then you know it's so interesting too if you think about it like when jfk before jfk was shot um he was talking about getting rid of the irs and the fbi Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the reasons why he wanted to get rid of the FBI is because they worked within the mafia, right? Mm-hmm. In this time, and he knew that because he was also like his family was in within the mafia. Mm-hmm. So we know all of this information, and we act oblivious to when election fraud happens, and like people become like people that are in power now. We're like, we would have never seen that happen. We would have never seen that. Yeah, Trump or Kamala Harris, you know, because she had like the lowest voting rating, and then all of a sudden now she's our vice president. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Yeah, I, I would have rather I would have taken uh, the that dumbass from Alaska. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember who it was. They were telling me how um, they they were from California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes they were telling me about how Kamala Harris, like they were from California. It was my friend that moved here. I talked about him on one of my, one of our episodes and how he got his gun taken away for many years in California. Now he was excited to be here. 
in in Texas to have his gun again and stuff. And he was talking about Kamala Harris. He's like, I cannot stand her. She's the reason, one of the reasons why I got my gun taken away. You know, I mean, I'm sure there were not, there were many reasons, just not just her, you know, but it's interesting because the media will play like the certain politician, the state or city or whoever loved them. And it's not even true. Well, my favorite thing is if you watch Fox News, how much they talk about Hunter Biden being a crackhead. I am so, so I don't even watch the news, but I swear that's all they have. It's like, okay, and what? And who? What? Who cares? It's, if it's true, is it true? Like, I don't even know. Like, I think he went to rehab. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's so funny. Like, or his laptop, you know, yeah, but yes, I thought for like two years, you know, yeah, and the Ukraine thing. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I just, but it's good entertainment because I'll watch it as like, um, when I do watch it now, I try to watch watch it as somebody that's like doing a scientific experiment or something like watching human interaction or something like trying to take the logic away. Like mm-hmm. there's no logic, obviously. So why why are the, why is this happening, and what's the emotional side of it all? And kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you look at it as like a like a scientist, then you're just entertained. You're like, this is. We're nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I what I've done before is maybe there's some big event going on where, I don't know, maybe the Democrats were, something really happened in there, you know, or maybe there's a huge scan. No, 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 this is what happens. When there's a huge scandal with some sort of Republican politician, you know, CNN's going on and on about it. MSN's going on and on about it. And I go to Fox News and they're talking about Hunter Biden being a crackhead with his laptop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love it. Well, also, moving forward, like, wh- why do they even give a fuck about Hunter Biden? Like, I exactly. understand that he, like, I understand that there's, like, maybe possible money in Russia, yeah. or whatever, like, it's, yeah, it's called, like, yeah, it's called gaslighting, and it's called a distraction from what they don't want you to see. And what is, what, what do you not, what do they not want us to see, World War Three? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know that uh, there was this when Trump was president and they were talking about the border wall and everybody was up in arms and there was this van or not a van, like a bus full of, um, I don't know. I don't know if they were Mexican or if they're from Latin America for sure. And they were stuck on this bus and they couldn't, they were in Texas. Anyways, everybody was going crazy because they wouldn't let them off the bus and they were stuck. And I was like, this is a distraction from really what's going on, which is child trafficking. This is a distraction. This right. is a distraction. There's something they're doing something big time with child trafficking right now. And this is the distraction. So we're looking at this bus full of, you know, illegal immigrants, you know, that they're saying, or, you know, one day maybe be murderers or viol- who cares? It's just like, this is a distraction from what's underneath the thing that's underneath our nose. Yeah, which is probably Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, um, you know, yesterday, so this weekend, Jeff and I went to Arkansas and take his daughter to college. And we were driving back. He's so funny. We were driving back and, you know, he's so, you know, analytical and he can see just flaws and like numbers and things and Anyway, so there was this van in front of us, this white van, and it had this, like, green lettering on the back, and it was said, um, 
you know, call these numbers if you're interested in food, nutrition, and athletes. What did they misspelled athlete? There was like an E miss. It said athlete. <laughs> and so he goes, what's an athlete? And I'm like, I don't know. Next thing I know, girl, he's calling the numbers. And I was like, so in this first Spanish speaking person answered, hola. And he said, hi, I'm, you know, interested in the food nutrition program for athletes. And they had no idea. They didn't. They were like, we don't speak English, basically. So then he calls the other number and this lady answers and she doesn't speak English. And this other person gets on the phone. She doesn't understand. And he hangs up. I can't believe, first of all, I can believe that he called. And then I was like, this is this right here is a distraction from what they're doing. You know, right. Yeah. Like drug, drug mule or smuggling people in this is a distraction right here this is a distraction because why would they have an advertisement number one that's misspelled that's purposeful by the way and then have these numbers because you know whatever they're doing i'm sure is not legal and this is the distraction with the athletes yeah the athletes (laughs) golly you know that's almost ingenious I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna freaking put a number on the back of my car. I don't know, and I don't know whose number I'm gonna put on there. I'm put, it's not gonna be my number. Put I can tell you that, that much. Put that bitch's uh, number that we don't like. Uh, I don't know, Shanae. I don't know. I don't. There's really no, no one I dislike. That's from Marvin Martin Lawrence. I've been watching way too much Shanae. You are so funny. Are you watching it on Netflix or what are you yeah, watching? Yeah, it's on, um, I think it's on Amazon, uh, HBO or something like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. But yeah, no, I've been rewatching a lot of the 80s and 90s movies mm-hmm. and TV shows because they're just the best. And yeah, Shanae. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so that's funny. I, you know, I don't watch like a comedy show or anything. I love like- comedies. I just love watching comedies as background noise because. You don't have to know what's going on, but every time you walk by, you're laughing and dying. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like that when I watch, if I ever watch Reno 911. I love Reno I love Reno 911. That's my fa- one of my favorites, too. God. I've been rewatching that as well. I actually, I rewatched it twice already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, like, two two of my favorite, where, two of my favorite episodes where he gets new boots. You know, those new white boots. And yeah. he's, like, boot, I'm boot scooting. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then the other one is where that blonde cop is. She pulls that guy over to give him a DWI test, a drunk test, and they start end up doing a dance routine together. (laughs) (laughs) I always love it. There's one where this, I forget, uh, he pulls this girl over, one of the guys pulls this girl over, and um, she's like, has like a NOS set up and everything. She's like racing it and everything. He's like, no, let me try it out, you know, and she's like, be careful. And he gets in it, pushes start, and it blows up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, like... I don't. I don't really watch TV. I did. Um, Jeff watches a little TV, so I watched um, with him the Terry Bradshaw reality show. Have you ever watched that? No, but y'all watch Snowflake Mountain, right? Oh my God, Jesse! Thank you for the recommendation. By the way, that is I have recommended that show to so many people. I don't watch TV. But my God, I was screaming and crying. And Jeff was like, this is actually, I think this may have been the first show that Jeff and I ever watched together. And he goes, God, you were loud. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I'm just like, no way. I'm like, just screaming. He's like, damn. <laughs> it's so funny. If you have, if, 
the audience hasn't watched that show. Oh my gosh, it's on Netflix. It's called Snowflake Mountain. Okay, I do not like the word snowflake. I do not condone the word snowflake as my my registered Republican self. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, the show is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like a bunch of entitled young adults yeah. who um, are like sent in the middle. They think they're going to some resort or party and they think they're going somewhere fancy and like vacation. And it's not true. They're going into the wilderness and learning how to survive and learning basic life skills. And it's so funny, their reaction. Um, you know, that one girl who's like, you know, I'm pretty much a bitch, but at least I'm vegan. <laughs> no. and oh yeah i don't want to have any spoilers at all it's just so funny because these are the people that you were fighting with on the internet <laughs> you know yes I mean? correct these are yeah the people and and then when you see it you're like oh god <laughs> yeah yeah why am i wasting my breath and when i watched it i was like oh my god i want to go it made me want to go camping it made me want to go do all this wilderness shit you know maybe want to go climb a 14er and camp and just you know Mm-hmm. all of the things but I'm also I'm also on board with like doing a month-long hike you know what I mean mm-hmm. so these kids are spoiled like they they had no wi-fi and they were dying yeah yeah if we had yeah. no wi-fi we would be like oh this is heaven <laughs> right you know it's interesting you say that because I noticed that I sleep so much better when I turn my wi-fi off at night I sleep so good really I sleep good when I take a bunch of drugs, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, um, I, you know what? It's funny because like with this broken leg, my sleep schedule has been so off. Uh-huh. Um, Cause I like for the first, like what, two weeks or three weeks, I just slept whenever my body was tired. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I rolled around in bed for like three hours last night and I didn't get to bed until like midnight. And I was just like, man, mm-hmm. all I was thinking was at least you're in bed. <laughs> Right, right. And probably part of it, too. Yeah. And part of it probably, too, is that you now have all this excess energy. You have your normal energy back, but you can't move around like you used to right now. You know, you will. Right. I can't work out like I used to. I can work out, but not like I used to. Right. Like, what do you do with all that excess energy? I guess you just, I don't know, do some I did yoga this morning. Oh, I love it. Yeah, broken leg yoga. Well, I mean, it's. My leg, I'm able to stand on it and I'm able to walk without like a walker or cane now. It's mm-hmm. just really funny looking. So I, I'm still using a cane. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody at school said it's hard. It's, what did they say? It was, they're like, it's hard to watch you walk. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I'm sorry. They're like, I just keep thinking you're going to buckle up and break your leg. Aww. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> Now I'm worried about that too, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really excited. I can't believe this is episode 40, Jesse. I know, and your birthday's coming up. My God, I forgot Ooh. about that. Ooh-hoo. What day? What day is your birthday? It's on Taco Tuesday. So the day Elvis died. Yes, which <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I have, that's our running joke is hey I go hey did you know that I died on the day El- or did I was born on the day Elvis died and he just shakes his head <laughs> but yeah the day Elvis died it's so interesting yeah and the day Madonna was born yes 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 and I share a birthday with Jeff's deceased wife too so it'll be it's gonna be a quiet birthday this year because we're both I mean I'm busy you know um he's uh moving tomorrow and so 
he's moving some stuff in his apartment. He's moving some stuff to his kid in another town. He's moving some stuff in my house. So getting my house prepared today for, you know, his like media room furniture and things like that. So, um, yeah, so we, we've been busy. We're just ready to kind of get settled and just be like a couple and not have all these things we're doing. But Hey, let me tell you this, this shows our character, right? Like, who's going to be helpful who's not going to be helpful what's our trigger and and so far everything's good like i just you know we both need help you know we both need help yeah and that's good that he's mature enough to like ask for it some yeah like no i don't got i don't need directions no it's it's sexy (laughs) it's really sexy because you know my old codependent ways want to try to just guess and help when he doesn't need it but yeah I think it was a week ago he said I need your help he said those words I need your help and I was like that is the sexiest thing because I like helping people in a meaningful way that doesn't have anything to do with codependency and trying to manage you know navigate someone's emotions you know get them to like me or whatever he I love helping people you know um so I'm glad that I can help him because he's helped me and once we get settled, we'll be helping each other, and he'll be 15 minutes down the road, which will be nice. That will be nice. Mm-hmm. Super nice. And then um, and then it'll be the holidays. And mm-hmm. And then we die, the- I guess. We all just die. <laughs> just kidding. And then we all die. Oh, my gosh. I want to at least enjoy some of the summer. What, uh, is Sophia back in school? She's back in school, and that's, you know, i got to get back in the – mindset of that. What grade is she in now? She is in seventh. Jeez Louise. But what I do like is that everything is pretty much online. They have Chromebook, you know, they're they don't have a lot of books and a lot of papers. It's all online. That's very, very helpful because, you know, kids are not great at they may bring a paper home but they don't give it to you. It's like smashed somewhere in a in a um backpack, you know. Um, so, and it's nice to see when the tests are going to be, what they're, what they're actually learning, you know, um, because a lot of times the school, you know, they're not very good at communicating about what's coming up or what they're learning. And it's just, you're having to guess when a test is, or she already took the test and you're like, damn, I hope she passed, you know? Yeah. That's one of the things that I really liked about when I went to Golden, um, when we lived in Golden. It was pre-computers, you know, in every classroom and everything. Like, there was that one Macintosh that had, like, the clear backing. And we're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, That's what we had. Um, But I remember they would give us these planners. And they taught us how to use planners. To Mm. where we write down all of our homework. We write down um, our assignments we did that day. um, And the teacher would, like, initial next to it, you know. So the teacher, like, our parents could look through it. Well, not even shitting you, ever since middle school, I've been using a planner. I use a planner to this very day, and I have to, like, almost hour by hour plan out everything I'm going to do. And it that was, like, the best thing that they did is actually show you some kind of, like, organization, you know what I mean? Yes. And I then kids that. today, like, they know how to use technology, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're not a big fan of pen and paper like we are. So mm-hmm. their Chromebook is what they're going to want to pick up because that's, that's their technology, you know? Yeah. For us, we don't really, 
we could do we could do without technology right <laughs> like uh, give us a pen and paper and we'll be okay <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i am um, that i love that they did that because what they did is because our brain requires predictability and so when it doesn't when our brain does not have predictability then that's where you have anxiety and certainty and all these things come into play when you don't have when your brain doesn't have predictability your brain's job is to keep you safe. And if it doesn't have predictability, it's going to manifest in forms of anxiety. Um, so I love how they did that. That's they're setting you up with an amazing skill, you know, to have for your brain to have predictability. And that's one thing with uh, Sophia, her, her, one of her grades is going to be taking notes and hopefully they'll show them how to take notes, <laughs> you know, because that's like something you just don't, no especially know. shorthand right right because some that's like one of the first things you have to learn taking notes is shorthand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i i remember i didn't learn how to take shorthand notes until like junior senior year of high school mm-hmm. and it changed my life <laughs> mm-hmm. i wasn't having to like try to spell every little thing out yeah but, I I know my handwriting has changed so much. I I I had a dream journal that I kept when I was around 19, 20, and I would write my dreams down all the time and I was <laughs> I pulled it out and I was like, "Wow, my my handwriting is definitely different." I'm so I'm trying to not be cuz I'm always in a hurry, Jesse, <laughs> you know. But you so. your handwriting now looks like you should you're a doctor. Yeah, it's just cuz I'm I'm just so busy but I really want to start getting back to um you know just slowing down and and writing because I'm always jealous of those bitches that can like draw really pretty s's and shit like oh it basically looks like art when they like calligraphy I can't say that word calligraphy Calligraphy? yeah yeah and I I was doing that for a while I was that's it's kind of fun it's actually really relaxing um to to do that So. Yeah, I bet. I mean, the uh, drawing it can always be relaxing, just having like some kind of meditation or whatever. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still like my. I look at my handwriting and I'm like, man, people are gonna think you're five. Yeah, yeah. People. Well, I can't even read my own handwriting sometimes, so that's why <laughs> I get one. I'm like, okay, I'm in a hurry, but now I can't even read what I was gonna, what I need to do. So. I got to go back to do it, you know, doing it. But something about the energy of writing things, you know, energy flowing through my hands and on the pen and on my paper. And also, too, yes, you can type things, but really, if you want to manifest that's writing it, because it's writing, speaking, thinking, it's all those things connected, you know, Um, typing. uh, (laughs) I don't know. That's just for me anyways, that don't writing stuff down. I manifest so much better. I, what I'll do with when I remember, when I get into the pattern remembering, I literally will write. I'll write my day and like the next day, you know, at work. And I'll say, I only want seven patients and I, this and this, I want this and this X, Y, and Z to happen. And I swear to God, Jesse, I'll go into work. Let's say I say I only want seven patients. I might go into work and let's say I start off with 12. By the end of the day, I only have seven patients. Right. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's the one thing with manifestation is is that people try we try to predict outcomes and we try to you know try to control the outcome and the universe can't do its job 
if you're trying to do all these things, you don't have to do anything, you know, this is what you want. And also I've noticed that the thing that you want, it's, if you just trust and don't try to predict, it comes out even better than you even planned. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard not to plan things because everybody's like, what's your five year plan? What's oh your, yeah. What's your plan in life? Uh, mm-hmm. To make it till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, or be happy. Right. Or right. just the simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we are trying to manifest things that, now from five years from now or whatever Mm -hmm. it's where we would like to see ourselves in Mm -hmm. um not like okay so like okay obviously let's say you're in like you're the nurse you're a nurse right in five Mm -hmm. years you may or may not still be in in that field right because things change Mm -hmm. but you'll still have like some kind of goal right either it be financially a financial goal or um a mental health goal right right because i i mean i'll always i mean i will always work somewhere in mental health you know i love being a mental health nurse practitioner i love you know talking to clients um that and it's not just about medicine this is just about multiple things how to release trauma you know things like that i love that and um, I will always work some, some, men- some sort of mental health, you know, capacity. I will always be doing that. I just, cause I love it. Um, because it helps me heal too. It, it helps me realize when I see somebody get clarity about something that they've been struggling with for a long time, I go, ah, oh, this is why I went through the things I went through, you know? Yeah, Exactly to help myself and to help others. This is why I went through the things I went through. Yeah. And, um, like with dad's racism, (laughs) right, right, right. Also his sexism, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all of his isms. Yeah. All of his, (laughs) a lot of isms. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, I, uh, everything is going good on my end. You know, I have the next few days off. And it's going to be moving and a grooving and getting settled into this new cycle of my life. I love it. I'm very, just so happy. I'm just so happy. And um, just working on working a lot and doing my podcast thing and my YouTube thing, all that stuff. All of the things. All of the things, Jesse. Well, anything new going on with you besides broken leg yoga? Oh, no. Um, I graduate in October, so that's yes. coming up. And but no, other than that, everything's really just the same. I, I had like got very little sleep last night, so my brain's like half capacity. Yeah, yeah. Stupid yeah. brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good brain. It needs the rest, Jesse. Hey guys, I just yawned. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesse, that's all I know. I love you, baby girl. Happy episode 40. Happy episode 40 and happy birthday. Thank you. I love you. Bye. I love you too. Bye. <laughs>